haven't gotten away from me yet. I hope that that day will never happen. And if it ever does, which most likely will, I would just like to thank you for everything you have done in my life. It has changed it for the better, and you have opened my eyes to do great things with my life. So I would like to thank you on that. Welcome to the one who got away. My name is Oliver Blank. I want you to know that I'm sorry that I waited. In my fear, I didn't know I was pushing you away. If I could go back, I would have told you. Each episode is, is a meditation on grief and loss. gentle and hopeful and perhaps this is something a little different than most things that you choose to listen to and what I want to say is that I have the biggest crush on you you probably might have known it's not yeah I've had a crush on you and I'm wondering if I had told you that I loved you and you didn't have a girlfriend would you have gone out with me and loved me back Thank you. So for each episode, there are, there are real messages set to music from real people like you. Could even be you. Could be someone you know. People from around the world call a voicemail number. Plus one, 718-395-7556. And... Answer one question. What would you say to the one who got away? Dear boy, I should have fought for you because you couldn't. I'm sorry. Love this girl. I wanted to check in and see how Ohio is for you. Uh, I know... That's definitely different being in that part of the country in terms of growing up in Oregon and everything. And it's weird not having you around all the time. We spent so much time growing up together. Uh, that year when we almost dated, and my parents said no, and then we started fighting, and then you got depressed, and I got depressed, and we didn't talk. And, but what I would tell you is that I'm glad I had that experience and I'm glad that we grew together and eventually became friends again I know it's weird sometimes to see you on my end anyways but I hope everything's going okay and you were the first person that liked me and I liked you back and it was great that we're and one of my favorite things about growing up is that you get to see the people you care about fall into the places that they need to be at. And I see that with you. Um, and yeah, I hope I'll talk to you soon. So, for the next few minutes, we're going to 
hold a little space together. We're going to listen to these messages. We're going to reflect together on this thing, loss, grief, that really, truly connects all of us, perhaps now in this moment more than ever. I think you and I both know that we loved each other and that we, if we were ever, ever going to be together, we would have torn each other apart. We would have burned out like flames just completely ravaging our lives if we were ever to be together and we weren't and we were and it was really pure and completely unrelated to everything else in our lives and I am a different person because I've met you and because I loved you 
and I'm glad that it happened and I say that with hesitancy because it was everything about us was not easy to get over and live with and be who I am with but I'm very happy to know you and to continue to know you and I want everything that is good for you because I am happy I am happy with who I am and where I am and with who I am with and I did love you and I do still a little bit and I miss you but we would have annihilated each other and it doesn't matter whether or not you loved me Nothing's perfect, and I'm not meant to be an opera singer, but not that everything's a message, because everything isn't a message, but I think it's a message to me that I need to do something with my life. It's not opera singing, so I'm grateful for the opportunity and thankful that it didn't work out. Hey Parker, so I really shouldn't have taken, ah, there's just so much I did wrong and I feel really bad about that. I just needed to listen to what I wanted and what I needed. And at the time I thought that was my friends and not you. And now I really regret that. And it's heartbreaking that you're states away and I'm just, still here in the same town but anyway yeah that was a really bad opportunity and I missed well looking back on it I do hope you have a really good life and you have everything you need and everything you want because that's what I want for you okay thank you Hi, um, we haven't talked in a really long time, and I don't know why, and I've tried to talk to you, but you have ignored me, and I guess it could just be because you're busy, or because you probably have a lot better things to do than to talk to some teenager who you spend such little time of your life with. But, um, I don't know, maybe this is just payback for me being so bad at communicating with everyone else that when I try to communicate with you, I need to stick for me. So, um, I'm sorry. Um, 
fun to actually hear from you other than just pictures that you post on Facebook. Um, I'm sorry if I did something wrong. Um, I miss you. And I care about you and I love you and I think about you a lot. Hello, one who got away. Um, Wow, I haven't seen you in 20 years, but I still think of you every day, pretty much. Um, If I could go back and say something to you now, I would say thank you. I was almost a geographer. I sat down with my colored pencils and my maps, and that was almost what I did with my life. And then I met you, and now I'm a writer, and I love words. And I love words because you loved words, and because you helped me see how important words are. And I used to sit there in your class, and they just used to tumble from your mouth like diamonds. And God, God, I don't know that I've ever felt like anyone the way I felt about you when I was 15 and sitting in your English class. Um, I hope you're well. I hope you're happy. I thank you for so many things. I had a hard time at school when I was, I mean, I had a hard time at home when I was a teenager, and coming to school was a joy for me rather than a chore, mainly because of the glimpses I would catch of you in the corridors, and because you were interesting and you challenged me, and uh, you taught me that you can be a man and you can be interesting and not threatening which was really nice thank you for being friendly and not threatening and for teaching me to love words and yeah you're the best you were the best teacher there ever was and i did kind of love you a little bit too i hope you're happy and i hope you're well and i hope that sometimes maybe not every day but i hope that every so often you think of me too
I wish I wouldn't have let my insecurities get in the way of us being happy together. wondering what, where I would be romantically if I had just given you a chance. I nearly got an internship that would have really made my life, and I got to the final eight, and I didn't make it. Um, and I guess I always wonder what I could have done differently in that interview, you know, so... What could I have said differently? Did I not seem genuine? Um, I wish I could ask them to see what they wanted. I mean, my life's gone in a different direction now, I guess. I still work in a similar field, but it wasn't my dream. That job really was my dream. I would say I wish that things hadn't ended the way that they did. Um, I wish I had been <laughs> I wish you had been more honest with me with how you felt. Uh, it would have saved me a lot of heartache. Um, and I wish we wouldn't have just kind of sort of start kept going on and then not. I wish if you didn't want to go out with me anymore that you would have just said so. It would have been a lot better for both of us, I think. Um, and I also want you to know that I hope you're happy and I hope that 
things are going well for you, and I I hope that things are are, are really good. Um, I'm not angry at you. That was so long ago. Um, but I hope that things are going well, and that um, that things are going well with you and your wife and and family if you have one, and and yeah, I hope things are good. You deserve good things. Um, to the one who got away, I would first apologize that I didn't look for you harder. But then I want to ask, why did you never look for me? I've been thinking about fear this week a lot. The idea of facing fear, the idea of kind of where fears conjure themselves up from as well. Way, way earlier this year, I I decided I would get a tattoo. I have a few tattoos already, a few different pieces on my arms. And I decided I would get a very large, very, I guess, ambitious tattoo that means something to me. Um, and it's about the length of half my torso, is the intention. Very, very long, large tattoo um, from just above my left knee um, right up to um, the left side of my chest along my body. And this is something I hadn't done before. And... Um, and I booked it in. It took months of planning, of speaking to a, a particular artist, of making this this thing, this intention come to fruition. And I showed up on the day a few days ago, on Monday this week. And they asked me as I was preparing, how are you with pain? I said, I think I'm pretty good. I have, I think I have a pretty good pain tolerance as it goes. Um, Within, I would say, about 20 minutes of starting, I went into shock. It was so painful. I was, I was shaking all over. I've been in shock before because I've been in a few bike accidents and broken different bones. And I went into shock from the pain. I managed to go for about four and a half hours. So that's great. So we got a bunch of the piece done. And it's quite beautiful. 
and it feels quite empowering to have this thing on me, this symbol, this visual. And yet I came away from the experience knowing that the, the tattoo wasn't done yet and that I would have to, not have to, I would be coming back for more should I choose. And I had half this image on me. It's a snake. I had half this snake across my body, but a half a snake. And I genuinely considered several times, well, that was, that was deeply painful. Like I was, I was crying and shaking and, and wailing and, and all of that. What if, what if I don't go back? That was a, that was, I feel deep aversion to this pain. I feel deep, deep fear of feeling more pain that way that is very visceral. It felt like having my skin peeled off my legs and then it was around my kidneys. It felt like having the skin peeled up from from around my kidneys. It was deeply painful. So what if I don't go back? And it, to me, that idea felt very reasonable on the one hand. It was deeply painful and absolutely ridiculous on the other to think would I then live the rest of my life with a half a snake across my body? But this is the thing that fear does, or fear did. That this ambition, this image that I I wanted and I still want across my body after feeling something so viscerally painful, which I survived, and I'm totally fine right now I considered giving up on this ambition this desire and walking away from it Um, so that I wouldn't have to experience more of this deep deep discomfort and this is different it's a different experience to the ones that we're we're dealing with with these phone calls for most of the time because a lot of these calls and a lot of these stories are relational. They tend to be about the way we feel about ourselves or other people. Although there are some like this tattoo, some around opportunities and desires like that. But it, for me, became a very tangible, visceral way of dealing with the idea of an opportunity, of something that is so deeply important that I'd thought about for so long and planned and then began to execute on and it didn't quite go the way I expected and I wanted to turn away from this thing and I didn't want to face it. And in a way, it's very similar, almost the same as many of the stories that people are bravely sharing right here. These are experiences that feel difficult and painful emotionally, intellectually. And though it can sometimes be such a small thing to say, I'm sorry, or I want you back, I should have done this or I could have done that just to, to vocalize that to articulate that it's so deeply scary reasonably so
So now I, I, I know experientially in an embodied way. It is so truly difficult after a painful experience to turn back around and want to face that more. It is so reasonable that fear would arise within us out of that. So deeply reasonable and rational. All of that said, I will be going back for the second half of this snake. In this case, I will not let my fear get the better of me. letter to you. I've been planning to write this letter to you for the past five or six years of my life, and I didn't do it whenever I planned that I would. Um, so I might as well tell some stranger instead of you. But I just want to say thank you for influencing my life and for being a big brother to me, even though you were only in my life for a few short years. 
I still get your blog. Um, and thank you for finally friending me on Facebook after after six years. Um, I tried to wear your bracelet. Tried to wear it every day until it broke. And then, well, I can't wear a broken bracelet, can I? Um, thank you. I miss you. I'll probably never see you again, but I'm sorry. glad that you left, and I'm sorry that I let you treat me that way, and I'm really happy, I'm happy that you aren't in my life anymore, but I'm still calling you the one that got away, so can't be that happy, right? think about you all the time, but I've spent the last few years thinking that, you know, we were such a huge mistake, but you changed my life, and I don't mean, like, oh, you changed my life, I mean, I would have been a completely different person if I hadn't dated you, I would have gone to a different college, and I would have followed you around, like, like it's stupid puppy and and so I'm really kind of glad that you broke my heart because I really like who I am now I don't know if I can consider you the one that got away since I never really had you to begin with but you made me want to be a better person while also feeling completely comfortable with myself and I've never felt that with anyone else and the one night that we touched each other's hands over and over it was the most sensual thing I've done in my entire life and someday I hope I get a chance with you I think I told you then that the timing wasn't right or that our friendship was too good or that I knew too much about your past but the truth is that I was just scared and I'm sorry I lied to you because I think if I had told you the truth I would have figured out how to get over that fear it's been years and years now and you and I have both moved on obviously but there's a part of me that really wishes that you could have been my first hi um, I guess it's been a month now that you've been gone I hope your days are great 
I hope you're filled with joy, and I wish I loved you gentler. Hi. So, what I would say to the one that got away, and this one that got away is actually my grandpa. And what I want to say to him, I love him so very much. And what I want to say is that everything that he did and said, I really loved. And I miss him terribly. And I hope that he's proud of who I've become. And... I wish he had more time here, and we all miss, we all miss you so terribly, but everything that you did was not in vain. You created my dad, who then created me, and I love where I have come from, so clearly you did a great job, and I just wanted to say that I miss you so much. But I know that someday I'm going to find somebody that is as perfect a soulmate for me as you were for Grandma. So, anyway, um, so I had to say. This goes out to a couple of friends down in Cornwall. A couple of years ago, we both lost our grandparents to lung cancer at the same time, and we helped each other through that. But recently, we've sort of um, drifted away, lost contact. I'd just like to say to them, um, I miss you, and don't be afraid to get back in contact. So my friend took me fishing, which is basically drinking beer on a boat, maybe a fish gets involved, and he catches a big one, tells me to grab the net, so I do, and reach over and smack the fish on the head by accident, and the fish gets away. So now he doesn't ask me to go fishing with him anymore and drink beer on a boat. So thanks, fish. That's all I want to say to you. Bye. Um, hey, I just, I want to say that on that last day that we saw each other and we were saying goodbye, I wish I had said I love you. 
And I know I'd said it before, and so it didn't really matter at that point, but I don't know. You said it to me, and I just, I couldn't handle it. And um, it's something I really regret. I also wish that we had taken at least one picture together so I could do something. And I also wish that I had a chance to answer your letter before we weren't speaking anymore because I had a lot of things to say and, and I had that letter from you that I can read but you don't have it from me. I don't know if that, that's sad for you but it's sad for me. This is from my ex-wife, Jeannie, who I divorced 30 years ago. The biggest mistake of my life. I've been in love with her every day since and have been miserably unhappy for the last 30 years. It's an unfortunate situation. I let my emotions get in the way and thinking something other than my brain. Uh, I am so sorry. Sorry for her for having ruined part of her life. Certainly feel sorry for myself for being such a weakling. I just really hope that you're happy. And I also kind of hope that I never have to see you again. Thank you for not loving me and for demonstrating quite clearly that you didn't um, because now I'm married to someone who really does. Every relationship I have had since breaking up with you has reflected back at me all the delusions I had about our relationship. I'm happy that you're happy now. I'm glad that you're glad it's over, but it also breaks me to see how unbroken you are. Hi, Physics. It's me. It's been a while since we spoke, and I guess I wanted to give you an update on my life. I have an engineering degree, and I've just finished my master's, and even though I'm relatively content with engineering, I know deep down inside it should have always been you. I'm sorry, I don't mean to bring up the past, it's just I miss you. I read about you sometimes when I have free time, and even though it leaves me yearning for a life that could have been, I guess it's the only way I can stay close to you. Anyways, I'm rambling. I better go. Hope to see each other soon. If not in this life, maybe the next. Bye. I would probably say I hope you realize that not everyone's a perfect and that can't be a stick in the mud in a relationship.
The turning point came when in rage and anger I called my own son an asshole. I've never forgotten that instance of utter stupidity. It was too late. It blurted out without thought or care. But it's not too late to say that I'm sorry. I am sorry, son. <sighs> well... Dad, thank you for calling. And I forgive you. And I was probably being a bit of an asshole as well. That particular call, that particular message really is my father. And it was left back in 2014. There have been thousands of messages, thousands from all around the world left for several years and I'm only just hearing some of them now. I know how difficult it must have been for my father to to make that call. Um, I can hear in his voice how tough that was and how, how much he meant it. And um, I'm so grateful that he did something so brave and faced a fear and left a message that he he knew I'd, I'd get and left an apology. I think that's the first time I found one of these messages for me. It's very interesting and moving and I'm so, so grateful that my father called, that everyone else called, this feels like a new level of connection with these messages. I'm so happy we can share these experiences and stories of grief and loss and longing together. Thank you for showing up for this. Thank you for, for calling in if you did today. That is our show. That is this episode. That's all. Um, before we part ways, it doesn't have to stop here. You can take part as well. If you want to leave a message for your one who got away, uh, call the number 718-395-7556. It works internationally as well. Just put a plus one at the beginning. Plus one, 718-395-7556. If you'd like more information on this project, go to theonewhogotaway.com. The One Who Got Away is hosted by me, Oliver Blank. It features... Everyone who took a moment to take that step, to dial that number, to open up just a little and share your stories, you're all so, so incredible. Especially you, Dad. Thank you. The One Who Got Away was produced today by Philip James and Liam Campbell of Galaxy Brain. They've got an incredible small creative and print studio right here in the Bay Area in California. You can go visit them at galaxybrain.co. You can find them at galaxybrain.co on Twitter. Go show them some love. It's a, it's a little production behind the scenes to make these shows happen. And they're a massive, massive part of it. Um, thank you, both of you. Uh, we'll be back with a new episode of The One Who Got Away in two weeks. In the meantime, you can find me on Instagram at Oliver Blank, B-L-A-N-K. And by the way, if you're feeling alone, lonely, disconnected, I promise you, 
You're not alone. I feel it. We all feel it sometimes, some more than others. Reach out to someone. Ask for help. That's how it starts. Thank you so much for listening.